I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. So our reading this morning is from Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, nice and seasonal. Um, Good one for for us, uh, this Easter side. Uh, Let me read it for us. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. As I said, a uh, nice and seasonal passage for us uh, this Easter, but uh, we, we can't actually separate Jesus' incarnation uh, from his crucifixion and his resurrection. Uh, there's such amazing unity in what Jesus came to do, um, what he came uh, to be for us. And uh, we read there in the first verse, in those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. You can't get grander than this. Uh, We see that emperors speak and people scurry about like ants, uh, little donkeys on dusty roads, uh, highways clogged uh, with people going home, uh, much like just over the the Easter weekend that we've just had. And you've got that sort of contrast there between, you know, the most powerful person in the world and something uh, quite menial, something quite administrative, like taking a census. And we see in verse four that Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And so Luke here is not only giving us context of what we saw in verse one in terms of the Roman Empire and the known world, but also here uh, he is giving us uh, the context of Israel's history. And uh, onto this grand epic stage of the history of the Roman Empire and the history of God's people, what comes onto this stage or who comes onto this stage? Well, it's not a battle. It's not a mighty speech, uh, but it's a baby. It's a baby. And this baby doesn't even appear center stage. This baby appears off stage. Uh, We read in verse seven uh, that uh, Mary wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. For Jesus Christ, the saviour of the world, the Messiah, the Lord, the great I am, there's not even space for him in a guest room, let alone a palace. And what we see here in Luke chapter 2, these seven verses, that God is turning history on its head. You know, you thought Caesar Augustus mattered, or think again. Uh, You thought the 24-7 news cycle mattered, think again. Uh, You thought that our leaders were atrocious. Uh, You thought that those things uh, mattered. You thought that, you know, whatever they may think, uh, whatever they may say, whatever they may tweet, well, their reigns, well, you blink and you miss them. 
because here comes a baby. Here comes uh, this amazing baby. The passage uh, that follows uh, is familiar to you from carol services. We see angels announcing the good news, uh, but again, announcing the good news off center, off stage, uh, to those on the fringes, on the outskirts, uh, to the shepherds. And I love what uh, Jane Williams uh, writes. She says that God's way to draw us back to the real aim of our existence is a strange way. He comes to live with us as one of us in utter humility. He is born in fragility and danger as a human baby with no wealth or power or privilege to protect him. All the trappings of earth and heaven are held at arm's length so that Jesus can be just what we are, but so often refuse to be fully human, dependent only on God the Father. So my question uh, to you and me this morning is, will we join in with the angels uh, in worshipping Jesus? But will we also join in with Mary and Joseph in seeing Jesus, in welcoming Jesus uh, in the obscure places of our lives and in our own obscurity? And not valuing power the way that the world values it, but valuing those things that, that matter to Jesus Christ. And, and also the call here to place Jesus at center stage in our lives. People scurrying about with day-to-day -day tasks, with, with admin, uh, with what leaders think, with concerns about uh, epic narratives, the course of history. But our invitation is to go and to feed from the feeding trough, just like the animals. On, on Good Friday, I spoke about uh, making Jesus' death the main thing about our life. And this is ultimately why Jesus came. We saw that at his birth. He came to die for us. And in so doing, the hinge of history becomes a stable door in Bethlehem. So my encouragement to us this morning, uh, ways that we might uh, pray uh, for us to have a right perspective, to have a right perspective on world leaders and world events, to have a right perspective on history, uh, to have a right perspective on our everyday lives. Um, and just like Jane Williams said, to have the courage to be fully human, just like Jesus is fully human. And will we also make room for Jesus, making him center stage in our lives?